Suvas the Zainamudalaf. Here at the beginning of the second pair, there is a prototypical Stoma the Gemara introduction of a sugya at the beginning of the parak. Many times it happens. And what it is is the following. As we explain, the Stoma the Gemara are the interpretations of the Divrahim Roim, which was called the Proto Talmud, that in the oral sense, in the oral time, in the oral setting, it was the interpretation that grew as the Divrahim Roim, which we call the Proto Talmud, that was verbal, memorized, verbatim, and was kept in the yeshivas by the Tanoim, the Tanoim of the repeaters. So the Sabbatic Bar's interpretation of the Rosh Yeshivas called Savaroim, because they explained the Svar of the Gemara, and that was a process that grew over time. It was a sheer Kloli. And here you see the dynamics in the beginning of the second paragraph very clearly. Because we see in the Mishnah, the Mishnah says you need Edim for the Isha to get Ksuva Masayim. And the Soma the Gemara goes to explain so a second, Hadei but without Edim, the Baal is Nehemon. Ah, this is Lokhen is much like Rabban Gamliel, because Rabban Gamliel said that she is believed. And he says because Zabori, the Shaman, he is Zabori, Zabori. And then you see that the Gemara, this was the, the earlier interpretation, as the interpretations grew over time. You see, now the Gemara goes in the Stoma, as in the Stoma, which means the Stoma, the Gemara, means interpretation that developed later. And they asked, one second, what's the Kasha? For sure, this Bori Bori, meaning what was that interpretation that we are saying that was carried over to the Yeshivas? Is because here, Roiv Noshim Besulis Nisus becomes a Bori Veshema. And then the Gemara says the following. When it says Moide, Moide Rabbi Shua, what is it going on? Is it going to Moide to Rabbi Gamliel? Because Rabbi Gamliel is Moide in our Mishnah. But then so the Gemara says, no, maybe the Tzvah Rabbi Shua is that he's Moide on a situation on the Migo, that they're usually he's not Moide on the Migo, but this Migo he's masking, and he's going to first Perak. And then the Gemara reviews the entire first parak, right? In all the cases, starting from the last mission of Hoysa Meuberes, going backwards all the way to the first, to the first mission of Mishrastani Nenasti, or Vedistach uh, Posadeu, or Al Shulerastich, that there is a Migo. And Rabbi Yeshua says that Rabbi Gamliel, the Armigo, I agree here, but I disagree there. But it's interesting because the Gemara, if you pay attention, the Gemara reviews the entire sugis with all the issues. It's a great Chazorah. And the Gemara is like giving a shear. So the sheer quality of the stoma, the Gemara, many times, it is exactly this, helps you to review the sugis. Because now, by going ahead and trying to find out where does Rabbi Yeshua relate to, allows you to review all the issues. And even the Svaras, which were nitches, right? When you go into the Mishnah, before that, we had Ruum and Aberes and the Machloik Zeira, Zeiri, and uh, Ravasi, right? Even though the Gemara already shlogged the Ravasi, meaning we held like Zeiri, but still the Gemara goes into Ravasi Zeiri to review it, because the, even though it's a Svora Nitches, but the Derch of the Stoma the Gemara is on the beginning of the Perak, like a Shir Kloli, to go ahead and to give you a Chazorah, a great overview. And that's why it goes, not because actually. He's trying to say, because Ravasi was the purpose to bring Ravasi, was Nidche, but doesn't matter. This is a great way of reviewing the Sugya as a way to have the introduction to the second parak. Now, when the Gemara says at the end of the Sugya, the Gemara asks like this, the Kevan the Rov Noshim Besulis Nisus, since there is a Rov Noshim, 
should be enough. Now, and Ravina says, because there is Rav Besulis and the Miut, and the Nises has a call, and he has a Reusa. Now, the Gemara asks, the Rav Noshim Besulis Nises and the Rav should be enough. Number one, the first question that you need to ask is, Rav Noshim Besulis Nises, is this a continuation of the Sugi before? Because the, for the Sugi before, the Stoma just said that what? That because there is a Roiv, that's why there was a Havamina to think that the Bori of the husband is really a Shema. And her Bori is a stronger Bori because her Bori is backed by a Roiv, which is Roiv Noshubisulus Nisus. So when you go ahead and the Gemara asks if there is a Roiv, so why do you need Adim? Right? Vikiva Dika Roiv. Why do you need Adim? So he's telling you, Lechoyer appears to be that he's conversing with the stomach, the Gemara beforehand. But number one, it's not so simple because if you were Brody, Robert Brody in his Sefer on Ksuvas, is of the view that the stomach, the Gemara, and the Gemara develop together, and he says there are many cases that the Gemara, the Amoroim, will talk directly to the stoma, as if responding to an assumption that the stoma made. Like here, Roiv Noshim is an assumption that the stoma the Gemara made before, and now the Gemara is asking, on that assumption, now Shver the Mishnah, why do you need Adim? Right? The Chor should be enough. But that's not so simple, because the way how we've been understanding the Suyas all the time, and I thought that's Muchach in my book, I do say that that's how it's occasionally learns is that there was a proto-Talmud the Divra Moroim was the the quote-unquote original Gemara, the Hoiroa there were the Divra Moroim that they were memorized verbatim and repeated by the Tanaim the Stomach Gemara was the interpretation that grew over time and it was a separate work so the proto-Talmud could never be referring to an assumption made by the Stoma the Gemara. doesn't make any sense. Because it's a safer independent. It's like two books. One was an oral interpretation that grew over time given by the Savaroim. And the other one was a verbal Divra Hamoroim called the Hero. So that doesn't make sense. And if you look at the Kshita, the Shita says Beferush, that the Gemara is asking, Roiv Noshim Nisus is an assumption that we know Roiv, because it's a Roiv. It's a Roiv that you know, Rov Noshim Nisus has nothing to do with the assumption. We're not asking before. We're asking what the concept, because we know Roiv Noshim Nisus. And therefore, that's Akasha independent of the Sugi before. The Sugi before just piggybacked and used that assumption to explain the body of Hashem. But it's not the Chidush, and the Gemara is not relating to the stomach anymore before. Take a look at the Shita. And the Shita says, And he says, Before, the Kasha was not, because the Gemara before that assumption is not an assumption that we are asking God. This is meaning it's independent, says the Shita. Without that assumption before to make it a body of Shema, Pshita Vada de Rov Noshim Nisus. Meaning that's a cash on its own. We know Rov Noshim Nisus. Umeati Tikshe Zealoshin Atzmoi, he kushe, Vekomar Kiman de Pshita Vadai, Kiloyosinami. No, the Rashi says it's a kushe, he is groiv noshim, that's the kushe. It's not because it's a kashe on the suge before, that's nothing to do with it. So Rashi is telling you, in says the Shita, groiv noshim besulis nisus is a kushe on the 
presumption that we have, Roiv Noshin, nothing to do with the terrors that the Gemara used before that Roiv to answer Bori Veshema. Because as I told you, the Stoma the Gemara, you don't have a direct conversation with the Roiv because they're two different separate works. Now, if that's the case, that explains something even more. Because Kevad Rov Noshdigmar says, Kirlo Yossi by Havi should be a Roif. Now, Tesis already points out in the Rishonim, Lechoira, that's Ruiv Lohitzi. So, Roif doesn't help at the moment. So, says Tesis Lerav Parech, it's going on Shita's Rav in Babasra, the Olchi Bebomenachar Roif. But the question is, Lechoira, this is Iker Chosim in Asaifer. Meaning, how do you know that? Asking Rav, you're right, it's a Sugir. And if you look at your Shalmi, the Rushalmi says, says the Rushalmi, let's bring a raya from here that ain't oil chibemomenachar roiv. Taki the Rushalmi says, a second, is a raya that ain't oil chibemomenachar roiv, and then you bring Ravina Steros. But the way how this suya is phrased, it appears to be that he says, is asking on Rav. How is it asking on Rav? First of all, Rav and Shmuel locha kishmuel, that eil locha b'mokharoiv, and the basic presumption is missing, meaning the basic idea is chosem in But if you look at it, you'll see that this suya is again something, an example of havora. Havora is that this suya here only came as a copy, as a transposed suya from the suya in Baba Basra. And the Gemara always does. When there is an appendix to a suya that's brought from another place, as we saw in the daf before, the suya always alludes that this is coming from somewhere else for you to look for something. Because if you look in the Sugi Babasa of Tzadik of the base, the Gemara there quotes, Machloik is Rav Shmuel. Rav Hoz is Mekach Tos, in that case, because Roiv and Rav Loitzi. And Shmuel says, Kiazina Vasaruva Beisura. By Momona, we don't say Roiv by Momin. And Meisvei in the Gemara quotes Akashia, Meisha Shenisama, our Mishnah. And our Mishnah says, that you need edim tamadika edim haleka edim loy ah why don't we say achala olachachar roiv and roiv noshe besulas nisus and rovina there comes an answer is because roiv noshe besulas nisus there is a call and isle ruba so this whole suge is really brought from there and therefore the gemara gives you a presumption that the thing is to rav according to rav because the gemara is alluding to the suge there the suge is being transposed so clearly this suge is not relating to the Stoma Digmar before, because this whole Sugya really is only brought to clarify our Mishnah as a transposition, as a cross referencing from the Sugya in Baba Basra. So clearly, you see from um, the way how the Sugya is structured that this is an independent kasha from the sugi before. And just the opposite, if you look at the original Gemara, the Divrei Moroim only start later. There is an introduction by the Stoma the Gemara to explain the Mishnah. It uses the Mishnah as a way to hazard the entire pair because there are so many Mishnahis to see how the flow goes. And at the end, it quotes and cross-references as an appendix the Sugi Babavasra because the Sugi Babavasra will help you define the Roiv and how our Mishnah works, why the Mishnah is a Roiv which is not a real Roiv but this is brought as a missing Sugya, like missing a part of it to show you that this is not ingrained and that's not natural here, this is a Sugya that was transposed from Babasa. Now one more Heora 
it goes on the end of the Omud base. On on Omud base, the Gemara goes to explain what is called the Brisa. The Brisa says that they were, by the Besula they would pass in front of her Kos Shelb Soira. So it's a Kos Shelb Soira. Savada Barhava says a Kos Yain Truma that Ruya to eat Truma. So Rav Papa says, no, but it's not true because Almona is also eats Truma. So how do you know she's a Psula? So Rav Papa says also they pass a glass of wine, which is Truma, to say that she's a racist like Truma. And Rav Yudah, host Rav Yudah, says, no, they brought a chovish line, a barrel of wine, and what's the idea? The idea is that a Besula, they take an open barrel, and by a Besula, a closed barrel. But it's interesting that, according to this Brisa, the way to relate to a Besula is specifically using wine. Either Yanshal Truma, a kosher Truma, or a barrel of wine. What does wine have to do? We know that by this in vergeffen, being vergeffen, the Gemara always says, Dover no miscabel. And the question is, why Dafka in vergeffen? Why the semen for a besulim of a, of a, of a besula is a yain? But the answer, I think, is very simple, right? Because we know that chet etzadas, isha cause chet etzadas, and all the pairs of it which are possible to chet etzadas, there's only one of the fruits of Chet Etzadas that today has the ability to take away dust, to remove dust. That that's the ultimate godless of the fruit. And that's specifically Yain. Yain, we know that according to Oman de Omar, was the, uh, chet, uh, the, the fruit of Etzadas. And today Yain has the ability to remove dust. The, um, the, uh, the idea of marrying a woman which is Vayod Vyodam Yodes Chavayishtoy, which is the dust, that connection, has to be that connection, the husband and the wife, has to be, which is bringing Chaim to the world, has to be a way to remove dust. Because Vayodam Yodes Chavayishtoy is the Tikkun Chod of Chatezah Das, that there is life being brought by the husband and wife, not like before, that was Misa, and that was the Taiva that was brought at the, the Nochash Bo'al Chava. Therefore, Chazal always will say that here, that by the Chasna, you bring something to be Mesak in Chatezah Das. According to the Brisa, that's Yain. Because Yain is the fruit, according to Omadova, the brought us. But Yain today is something that has the ability to remove dust. That's why always the Tikkun Hadas comes from the wine. That's why in, in, in Purim, which the mitzvah is Ad de Loyoda, is Chayavodem Levasumi Bepuria. You see, this is our sugya. As you see in the Fudzain, one of the other men hogim to do it was using a hadas. You see that they did the simchas kol chosavekala with hadas. As the Gemara will say later, that hinuma is indeed a crown of hadasim. And what's the pshat in hadas? But the hadas is the same idea, right? Because hadas is reach. And that's we know that the Hadas, the Gemara says, right? And Hadas, the Reach, is something that was not Nifkan Bechetetzadas. So they would take something, not that brings the Tikkun of Bechetetzadas, but the Hasana is to relate to something which is beyond Das. And that's what comes specifically through Hadasim. And if you see that according to the Bechner, the Hinuma is Kiryosa de Menamnabo. Kalsa is some kind of a, a veil that you cover the Isha and that should fall asleep. Right? She made Pomishimitamnam, they excode the Hinuma because she's Misnamnam, she falls asleep. What 
in the world as this, meaning we call it the special kind of a, of a badekening, the, the kind of a veil that she uses is something that she falls asleep. But that's the same idea, because if, when a person is asleep, we know that that's tikkun chetetz adas, right? You know, the Rambam says that the Loyoda is the concept of sleep. And not only that, the separation between Zohar and Nekeva was specifically at the time of sleep, right? So the idea is that specifically at that same Tardema, when a person is asleep, that's tikkun and the reconnection between Zohar and Akiva. So we see that always Vayodam is done in a way which is beyond us. That's why we all know the Gro, right, in Safra that's new, so goes to explain. We know that there is the mascot, there is the scale. The scale is the concept of Das, that's Mechaber, that brings two things. And the ultimate scale is the Chasne and the Zivu between Zohar and Akeva, that reconnection, which is Das. And that has to be done with Tikkun of Etadas. The Brisa holds, that's why we pass wine, according to the Mishnah, and according to the Gemara in the Bavli, is more focused on the Hadas because there's no, and according to Rabbi Echernan, Kiryosa is Dafka the Nimnum, the Misnam Nimbo, which is like by at the Loyoda, because that is ultimately how that separation took place, we bring back to reconnect.